0: folks grab a seat and pour your drink neat as whiskers and whiskeys presents our college football wrap-up 2023 was one hell of a season we're going to take a look back look at our predictions we made during the preview and just reminisce on what was truly a uh, an unforgettable season before everything changes um i'm mike with me as always ej how's it going bud
1: uh it is going fine
0: fine yeah
1: it was great until we had to go back to work so we're recording this on january 2nd so everything was fine and dandy until we had to get back
0: to uh to
1: work um uh, we got to see each other it was very nice to see you this last weekend it had been a while you um, got me
0: you got me you got me drunk you (laughs) you got me i was like (laughs) oh you you really you got me going there
1: I mean that was the first time in a long time I was able to just have some whiskey with some friends, and it was lovely. It was. It really was. It was absolutely a a treat. Yes, and we got to watch some football. It was NFL because the sun. Mm -hmm. It was uh, on a Sunday, Um, so that was great too. It wasn't college, but yeah, it's
0: it's no day's perfect. No day's perfect.
1: It it is. It is. It is the. And we only have one more college game left. I can't believe we've arrived here. I know. I feel like
0: bowl season went really, really fast this year. Yes, really fast this year. I was on paternity leave last year, so like I watched every bowl game. <laughs> I, I watched a fair amount this year, but it just—I was traveling a lot in December, so it just it flew by.
1: Um, okay. I, I, as we were talking right before we uh started to record, um, about what we want to talk about, I forgot one more thing, um, that I'm oh, yeah, yeah, we, 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 talk went, about we that. need to address, we talk about uh, but we'll do it at the end. Otherwise, we're gonna totally derail this yeah. entire episode if we talk about it now. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, so we just thought uh, this is going to be pretty loose. Uh, we thought we'd just go through, uh, similar to how we did the preview, where we're just going to go conference by conference, remind you guys of the picks that we made, and then just kind of talk through like what we got right and what we got wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anything else we kind of want to talk about, and then we'll go through all the conferences. Uh, now... At time of recording, the semifinal games have been played. Uh, so the only thing that hasn't been played yet is the national championship. So we will talk through all of that. Uh, then we will talk through uh, a couple other things. And then uh, we will give you guys kind of a few updates on what's next for us over uh, the next few months. Because we will be back. And we have some very exciting um, new things in addition to... Uh, you know some old things as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, ACC. We will start there. Woof! Get that out of the way. We were the same. Uh, we both picked Florida State, uh, and Clemson to be in the championship, and we both picked Florida State to beat Clemson. Mm -hmm. So we got one of those things right. We got the champion. Uh, we did not get the runner up right doesn't uh, break my heart
0: doesn't no, break my heart no
1: it, it doesn't and this was also the conference where we just we really didn't think anyone else was going to step up uh, over clemson right we kind of we knew florida state we felt really great that florida state was going to um win this conference we were up in the air whether they would beat clemson twice they didn't need to they beat them the no. first time and that was enough um but i mean we were kind of right because, because for the listeners that forgot, uh, a couple of our listeners have not forgotten, Louisville uh, got to the championship, which was exciting. they, they had a uh, they yeah. had a pretty easy part of the ACC schedule, which helped, um, got a big win at uh, against Notre Dame, which also kind of catapulted yep. them into this. But then they got to the conference championship and laid a complete egg.
0: They, well, I think part of it was was Florida State was pretty juiced up. Like they were ready. To, they knew that they had to, um, in order to be considered for the CFP, they had to be impressive. And in the end, it ultimately didn't matter for them uh, in the eyes of the committee, uh, suffering too big of a loss. Lose it. you know, when you lose your generational talented quarterback, that that stings. That's gonna hurt you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, you know, I I think when we I was wrong about the ACC and that I thought that there was going to be a lot of incomplete teams. I think that there were a lot of teams that were very complete, but just injuries, man, like just, just really killed that conference. Like Duke, you know, got taken down by injuries. I felt North Carolina, maybe not so much, but you know, just, uh, you know, they, they, they instead of an injury, you know, you can't have your star wide receiver for a couple of games. Didn't really hurt them, but you know, a lot of, uh, incomplete teams um in in the conference uh but Louisville really uh I think I don't think either of us had them as as doing you know going that far uh to start for the in the early conference previews right like I don't think we even considered them being a, a candidate uh to to get it done I thought maybe Pitt but boy that was way wrong
1: yeah um sorry if I look I know I look very distracted. I'm just trying to think I, I wanted to pull up what we said I don't think we captured it in this document. I'll see if I can pull it up real quick. But um, yeah, I, I see for me, it almost was like the ACC is who I thought they were. Yeah. Because we we knew Florida State was kind of the cream of the crop, and mm-hmm. even though Jordan Travis got hurt, they still had too many moments of inconsistency. They had like yeah. such a awesome start, right? They um, they beat LSU, which mm-hmm. at the time was looked awesome, smoked them, handled them. <laughs> it, in retrospect, LSU's defense, I just I we will get there. I just can't even yeah. <laughs> uh, imagine. <at, laughs> yeah. I can't even with them. Um, and. They vanquished the demons winning in Clemson, kind of luckily, but then they just kind of stumbled a bit. Like, you know, they they flashed the potential, but just didn't quite in
0: college they stumbled. Yeah. Right. They, they had a couple games where they just looked really suspect.
1: And, and and then Jordan Travis goes down and it just immediately was like, oh no. Like that's when the talk started to be like, are they are the is the committee going to take that into account? And they clearly did. I will say though, Florida State did have opportunities. Uh, because I know the, the biggest point through all of this, and I'm sure the listeners have heard this. You know, Ohio State back when they won the national championship on their third string quarterback, Cardell Jones. Um, you know, the, the committee kept them in the the playoff, and then they ultimately ended up winning the whole thing as the four seed. I think the difference there and again, like I'm not the first person to point this out, but I do think it matters is that Ohio State still blew out a couple of people and still looked dominant with Cardale or with their second stringer and then even uh, Cardale. To, to kind of uh, maybe put minds at ease. And also, I don't really remember exactly back then um, how many fringe teams there were or if there was only maybe one extra team. This was a tough year because yeah. there were multiple teams, you know, potentially worthy Very at deserving. the end Yeah. Um and. Uh, they just didn't impress the backup Rudemaker Roda Rodemaker. Yeah, um, not at Florida State anymore. Maker, it, it just they, <laughs> it didn't do it for them. Uh, They, you know, they the Ellis or the Louisville win for them in the ACC championship was just kind of like nah. Yeah. Um, So I feel like if they had blown out, you know, opponents in those last two games, they might have had a chance. I, they likely still probably would have been kept out, but they yeah. would have at least had a, a better argument. Um, to be and, and
0: I mean, for the record, I think that the which this leads us to a bigger problem that we could maybe address at the end at the end is, you know, I, I understand that the Florida State team that played Georgia in their bowl game is not the same <laughs> Florida State team that played in the ACC championship. Yeah, However, yeah. like that matters. I agree, but I don't know that matters 60 points worth. <laughs> like, I think that like you know, Georgia had a lot, had some, you know, like people will sit out too. So, um, yeah, I, I think that if Florida state would have gotten in, uh, and played Michigan, they probably, I don't care what that Michigan defensive lineman says that we're surprised of course they got let out and they, I mean, they would have handled Florida state.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it, it was, that was like the, <laughs> that was like the perfect storm for them in the sense that it was like, uh, Easy bet for us, right? Yep. I, I wish yep. I had more money in my account yep. to uh to bet because you just had the worst case scenario of everyone opted out, even their second string quarterback uh transfers, and then Georgia plays all of their players beside one, and Kirby kind of made it a point to um you know to get those guys up for that game. So it was yeah. just kind of destined yeah. for failure there
0: you don't you don't give a guy like kirby smart or nick saban any fuel that you know you're you're doubted you're an underdog yeah that was uh that was all they needed
1: but hey you know what this is the last year that that's going to be an issue um the 12 team they would have made it and they would have been able to um you know prove people wrong so at yeah. least looking forward uh Maybe. moving forward these teams will not have an argument because if you're the 13th too bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah you will yeah. have no sympathy uh if you're the 13th team and, yeah. and you're kept out. So yeah. All right. Uh oh, I will say also, okay, so we were going through and uh it just there, there was no one else that jumped out of that conference. I the Miami had one of the most memorable moments of college football mm-hmm. uh with the uh game against Georgia Tech. Um yeah. Hey, Crystal Ball, just just take a knee, my man. Yeah, just just take a knee just just take a knee what were you thinking
0: yeah yeah what were you thinking for the second time (laughs) that's that's two yeah yeah had had uh had something gone terribly wrong at the end of the rose bowl that would have been the most questionable kneeling down ever uh but no crystal ball keeps the uh keeps the crown of the most questionable kneel of all time
1: yeah that I I mean and in, in our listener Chris uh Big Hurricane's fan was there um at least was in the parking lot for the bad part of it um on his way out but just for for you guys just to you know to um to highlight it again if you guys forgot but Miami had the game clinched and instead of taking knees they ran uh normal plays to run out the clock they end up fumbling uh and Georgia Tech then goes down the field in two or three plays. Um it, it was just like not only was it a mistake to to run the ball, you you force a fumble, but then you play like man coverage with safety, like one safety deep yeah. and they you know, Georgia Tech completes a bomb to to win the game. So yeah. it was just unexplainable. Like unexcusable and or inexcusable, excuse me. And um it just it really derailed it because Miami was kind of starting to get momentum and that was something we eh, talked about yeah, right yeah. it was like okay like they have the talent they might still be a couple of years early um but that just completely yeah put a put a nail in their coffin for that yeah for the season so okay on to the big 10 so mike you took michigan uh to mm-hmm. get there in the east and wisconsin in the west and then michigan to win I had Michigan coming out of the East and Iowa uh, coming out of the West and then Michigan uh, to beat Iowa. So Michigan at the beginning of the year, we talked about, they were the cream of the crop. It was, we were Mm -hmm. interested in Penn state. We were interested in Ohio state, Mm -hmm. um, potentially it seemed more of like the potential trap was at in happy Valley, uh, it turns out Penn State's offense still has not thrown a pass over twenty yards. So
0: I mean, like, you know, you you just you gotta James Franklin's just not the guy at this point. Like it, it's <laughs> you know with that much talent that they have, like they should have beaten Ohio State in Columbus. Like, absolutely should have. I, no excuse. I Michigan, they 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 got their asses handed to them. But like, come on, I mean. That team had a lot of talent, could have, you know, could have made some things interesting for us, but they they just sure didn't. So, um,
1: yeah, I think it's it's. I think, and we can talk about it a little bit. I mean, we, we'll talk about it a little bit more when we talk about the uh, the playoff itself. But if you are a head coach and you aren't a coordinator, like your your instincts aren't, or, or you're you're really not a coordinator anymore. Like I can't remember what um, James Franklin was before he became a head coach. I'm sure he coached one side of the ball, but for all intents and purposes. Now, since he's been a head coach, he's more of a figurehead. And that's fine, right? Like, not everyone needs to be Lincoln yeah. Riley and call the mm-hmm. offense. But then you are at the mercy, and this is the NFL too, you're at the mercy of your coordinators. And he had an awesome one in Manny Diaz uh, on defense. And that defense was very good. They just yeah. couldn't yeah. overcome the offensive struggles. And and that's that was the difference. He trusted it. I don't even know who the offensive coordinator is. I know they pulled a big name this year shoot i can't remember who they're they're replacing it now um obviously they have to replace manny diaz who left um but it, it, it yeah it, they just couldn't get it together and they had way too much talent oh. on that side of the ball
0: andy kodal that mean, was the
1: <laughs> that <laughs> was the offensive coordinator who doesn't, who
0: doesn't know andy yeah. kodal Who who like.
1: did they hire who did they uh, he, that's who
0: there? they hired he they oh. hired uh from kansas He's the okay. offense, of course. So, I mean, right. that's, a, that's okay. a good hire, but, yeah. you know, um, like, I, I don't I don't know him personally, but, you sure. know, other than he's, you know, maybe... Lance Leopold's
1: uh, offense has looked great, right? Like, Kansas's yeah. offense has looked great. We'll see how much of that is Lance Leopold and how much of that was him, probably a little bit of both, but yeah, it was just a shame. Um, and then Ohio State was still a very good team, um, solid team. Uh, it's just the, the, the quarterback in his first year just didn't quite have it. And that's not to be unexpected, right? Michigan had a very good team. Clearly they're still playing and had a lot of veterans like JJ. It was his second year, you know, after starting uh, the year before. So, um, and getting some playing time his, his freshman year. So I, I think it just came down to, especially in that position, um, michigan just just was a superior team there you, you think um,
0: it came down in the quarterback play well,
1: uh, i'd love
0: I, to know where ryan day is right now <laughs> you know because he's got a bunch of kids out there a bunch of blue chippers and uh i think he's a big fraud i think he's a big fat face weirdo yeah and uh he's just a big dumb dumb he he, yeah. he cannot get it done like born on third base absolutely applies to that guy like had a great program had the keys handed to him by urban Meyer and he drove the bus off a cliff as the popular Twitter or X meme that's going around right now and uh yeah, I think Ryan Day stinks uh and he's just they gotta get rid of him man they they gotta move on from Ryan Day and I mean we'd be remiss if we didn't mention all the controversy the sign stealing the Michigan stuff and then boom turns out that Ohio State, also may have been stealing plays from uh, from a, a videotape portal. So, you know, it couldn't happen to two better programs. Hate to see it. Hate to, hate see, to it. see it. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and then we're not going to spend too much time on the the Big Ten West. It is what it has always been. Um, thank goodness that it is... Uh, there is no more divisions in the Big Ten moving forward, um, but it is basically... Never in doubt that it was going to be Iowa or Wisconsin this year. Uh, I It wasn't great, right? Iowa's no. defense was elite. Their offense was horrific. The really difference was, you know, uh, kind of what I was thinking was Wisconsin with Luke Fickle were making some pretty extreme changes on offense, and it just was going to take time, and it yeah. kind of showed yeah. uh, there were flashes, of brilliance oh yeah um, but a lot of the, a lot of the time it just kind of they didn't they don't quite have the personnel to fit what they were trying to do especially uh, on the offensive lines and it uh, it just kind of cost them and Iowa's defense continues to be elite and continues to be wasted, and special teams great punning yes great punning <laughs> and cooper dijon um one of the only white guys that are going to play <laughs> db in the nfl uh, yeah go cooper <laughs> um and Yeah, it's just it it came down to ridiculousness with Kirk Ferentz and his son um, as the offense coordinator and needing to put in a a points per game average into his contract, which he did not hit. No, Um, so no, just a shame. And then yeah, and we 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 knew Michigan was going to beat whoever, even if it wasn't Michigan, whoever in the Big Ten East was going to murder the Big Ten West, and that's what happened. Yep. Big Twelve we both had Texas in it and Texas winning. You had them beating Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I had them beating Kansas state. It came down to the very last day Mm -hmm. (laughs) on who was going to join Texas in the big 12 championship. And it was neither of those schools. (laughs) Oklahoma state comes out of, nowhere down the stretch yeah yep. Uh, rip off some uh, like you know nine consecutive wins or whatever it was eight consecutive wins uh to to get into that game uh i knew i was kind of out of it with kansas state and not just for our competition with the the preview uh but i i mean i don't think you really wanted to pick oklahoma either uh no. but we I was kind of relieved that it ended up not, even though it would have been a great rematch. Obviously, I would have liked to see Texas completely roll Oklahoma in in a rematch, but also not too upset that they just. Didn't yeah, they'll they'll be able to do that for years to come in the SEC.
0: <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm really I'm thrilled for Mike Gundy and for the Cowboys getting uh, getting the last the win in the last bedroom for the foreseeable future. Oh, that's right. Um, oh. you know, super exciting for them. But yeah, I mean Texas. I mean, really had an incredible season. Uh, you know, really, I, you know, I had a future on them to win the Natty, uh, after the Big 12 championship game. I bet that because, like, man, they just look so freaking impressive. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Obviously, they, they didn't make it there after another, another second consecutive year. That may be a budding rivalry, uh, Texas and Washington after the, uh, the last uh, two bowl games because Texas also lost to Washington last year in their bowl game, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I thought te- Texas looked great, man. Like they played just man ball, um, you know, all throughout the year. I <laughs> you gotta wonder if uh if Sark has what it takes to to coach in the SEC now because I I feel like uh well I didn't watch uh the end of the game last night. It sounds like a lot of the play calling was questionable down the stretch and and that's what cost them I think in their in their lone loss uh hanging into the playoff against Oklahoma was uh was some of the play calling there from uh, from Sark but Quinn Ewers man he uh took a big step forward I I think we were uh, you know hoping he would and he did uh obviously great you know great um uh talent at running back and wide receiver too and a, a really strong defense so um, yeah. Yeah. Texas looked really strong all year. I think that Oklahoma state was probably the biggest surprise. Uh, you know, Kansas was super fun to watch this year. I thought it was a good, good year for, for big 12 football before it significantly changes next year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought Kansas state, um, had its moments. Texas tech had its moments. Yeah. It was, it was, just. it, it was a fun, conference, there were some bad teams, right? You had your Baylors, your BYUs, your Cincy's um, that, and some of them are new to the conference, Houston, yeah. right? So uh, it'll take a bit of time, but yeah, I think overall it was very competitive, and I think next year it's going to be equally as competitive uh, even though Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. They're pulling in quite a few good schools from the pac
0: Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, uh, yes. who else? Utah.
1: Yeah. yeah, Utah. Yeah, so I, I thought I, I think it'll be a really fun conference next year. I think it's be very competitive. And uh, a lot of uh, like Lance Leopold staying in Kansas was huge yeah. for that conference. And obviously for Kansas, uh, I, I think also keeping um, uh Chris, Kleinman is that yeah from Kansas state yeah yeah kansas state they lose colin klein their offensive coordinator which is tough but um but yeah keeping him there at kansas state it was just uh yeah i i think that's going to be a really fun um conference and they, and they had some of the best games the red river rivalry was an absolute classic bedlam was an absolute classic um so uh on a side note oklahoma oklahoma state other other schools have figured out how to keep their Rivalries, they're past, scared they don't want to play right. them past realignment here. Come on, come on, they're schools. scared they don't want Figure to play the out. pokes. Figure it out, okay? Let's, let's to... skip,
0: let's 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 <laughs> let's save them for last. Let's save uh, uh, them for last,
1: okay? We'll we'll go to the sec. There, then.
0: There's a lot, there's a lot to be said. I, I want to <laughs> let's give a proper send off, it, it,
1: yeah. It, it does deserve a proper
0: send off. You're right,
1: yeah. Um, all right, the sec, Mike, you had Alabama over Georgia. Uh, I had LSU over Georgia. Um, I thought you were crazy because I, I, too. <laughs> I, I thought the SEC was going to have a downish year, but I thought that LSU was going to be that that shine. I, I had a bad feeling about Bama. I had a bad feeling about Georgia. As far as like, obviously they're good, but like that yeah. they weren't going to be quite what they've been over the last you know, five, six, seven years. And they but I still to be fair. They weren't. They weren't. And, but I thought there would be a, a, still a team, right? And LSU mm-hmm. was primed to be that team. And I still don't know what the hell happened to that defense. My God, it was, well, was we terrible. went through the preview and they have so much talent, zero excuse to be horrific. And they were horrific.
0: That was, that was maybe, that was one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. Like that was a really USC. really bad defense, and it
1: was it was on par with USC. Like unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I I think the biggest surprise for us was was Mizzou being a, a big contender in the East. Like that was uh, a great bowl game win too. Like uh, you know, really really strong showing for the Mizzou Tigers. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, momentum for that that program going forward. Um, but then yeah, I mean that is probably the biggest positive surprise and then LSU's defense being the biggest negative surprise. Um, yeah. Bama, Bama, Bama overachieved.
1: Yeah. You know, we Zombie Bama.
0: that just, we, couldn't yeah, die.
1: we said it, we said it in the die.
0: preview. It's like, who are these, you know, the biggest question mark with them was their wide receivers, right? Like yeah. they didn't have, well, now they do, you know, now these guys have made a name for themselves, bond and Burton. you know, like these guys are making a name for themselves now. So, um, yeah, I mean they they definitely overachieved uh by by getting you know by winning the the SEC in a pretty dominant fashion. I mean that game was the tail game was was pretty back and forth there, but like I never felt like I was never nervous. I was never like, oh, I don't know if Bama has this. I was pretty sure in Bama the entire game.
1: Yeah, it was just one of those instances where they they couldn't just they couldn't quite figure it out. And, and mind you, they, like we've said, the, the, this is not the Alabama, and th- this was kind of my point of view. This was not the Alabama. There was no Jerry Judy, right? There was yeah. no Julio Jones. There was no Jalen Waddle. Like, the, there wasn't that blue chip top 10 picks in any of the skilled positions doesn't mean they're bad players like mcclellan's yeah. a great player yeah. but like he is not derrick henry right no. he is not mark ingram so they didn't have that replacing bryce young was tough like jalen milrow got better as the year went on but he still wasn't a consistent enough uh passer intermediate and short right like mm-hmm. as a Great deep ball. Like you said, Burton and Bond started to um, catch on towards the end. And the defense was still very good all year long, um, even in in the the playoff game as well. And it, they just kind of didn't quite get it together, but played their best game by far in the SEC championship game. And had that team been there all year long? they would still be playing right now.
0: Well, I think the biggest letdown for Alabama was their offensive line because they yeah. had a bunch of blue chippers and they got yeah. bullied by Texas. And then they got bullied last night too. Um, That was by far could not get snaps up, up in the air, which is insane. Well, yeah, that, uh, yeah. yeah. Saban's going to lose his effing mind about that. <laughs> but like, you know, Cause that, that drive actually where he grounded those, uh, those snaps, like that was on its way to be in a touchdown drive. They score yeah. a touchdown there Yeah, games. It's not going to overtime. Right. Um, but you know, I will say, um, and Tommy Reese looks so frustrated with Jalen Milrow. Like they're going to, they, he's going to want to change a quarterback for sure next year. Um, but, uh, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I had something else, but it's out of my head now. So,
1: yeah. And then like, as far as Georgia goes, it was kind of what we had thought. Like you didn't know quite what Carson Beck was. Uh, I I mean, they, they lost like something upwards of like 17 players to the draft in the last two seasons. And that's just really hard to overcome. And, uh, they, they, they were another team that kind of caught that, that caught their stride as the season went on. Um, and, I still think Brock Bowers should have. I mean, I know he got her towards the end, but that guy deserved to be in New York. I think he definitely had an argument. I get he's a tight end, but like he he is fantastic, special, gonna make some NFL team yeah. very happy. Yeah. um and then there just really wasn't, like you said, Missouri, I think, I think we highlighted them, but I don't think we really thought they were going to be that good. Like I thought, yeah, they were definitely gonna, I think we had them as like the next tier below your LSU, your Alabama and um, your Georgia, but Mm -hmm. I think they were much closer um, to those teams than we had had thought and it's a great like a, a great story Their their running back Schrader was division two or FCS like in the transfer and and yeah. then led the, the SEC in rushing this year like awesome story and and they just played pretty well just had a couple of the tough games on the road instead of in yeah. Columbia
0: yeah I will say you know I think uh, I, I also Ole Miss you know like I, I was Pretty high on them, I think, going into the season. And they're, I think they're going to be, they're going to be a wagon next year. Like Lane Kivens building something pretty good. He's, he's just sharpening his resume for whenever Saving Retires. I, which sure. I'll i take him. Great. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, until, uh, but, Coach uh,
1: Prime, until, till Prime gets prime time. Now that's,
0: that I would take Prime too, <laughs> either way. But, uh, <laughs> neither option's bad. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, I, th- I think that it's – the SECs could be very interesting next year with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, two really strong schools they are going to, um, you know, make the conference a lot better. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty much, you know, it, I think the SEC – I mean, it really went – all of these conferences pretty much went as we thought they would. You know, like I, not not, 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 nothing. I think happened that was like too in, insane or unbelievable in the SEC or any of these conferences so far. Uh, no,
1: I will say I was, I was still surprised by SEC standards. This was a down year, right? Yes, like, for, yes, for and, the conference, and, yeah. Right, as a conference as a whole, um, and I would say although we were high on the Pac-12. I don't know that we really I thought did they not would not see
0: this coming. This did many not see this coming.
1: Really good football teams, like yeah. really good. It was yeah. uh, quite the way to end. So we will, we will just, we will, we will pivot right to it. Yeah. Um, Mike, you had Utah over USC. Um, mm-hmm. I had Washington over Oregon State, and uh, mine. I, I mean, I felt pretty good about Washington uh, the entire year. Or the entire year before the year started, I felt pretty great about it. I didn't think they would go undefeated. Uh, we kind of talked about it. We thought there were a lot of quality teams, yeah. and that a few Beat of them would up. catch each other. Um, yeah. Oregon State, I definitely led with my heart, but I damn near had them. They they had they had a shot. They 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 yeah. It was not. They weren't out of it until the uh to that washington game and then ultimately like losing to oregon and
0: that Not was everything. a game that was like if they were gonna win a game that was the one because it yeah. was rainy right. it was pouring down rain that whole game like it
1: came but, right down to the end man yeah
0: what a, what a season for the Pac 12 man i mean the biggest i mean it full of surprises like i didn't expect washington oregon to, to look so good throughout the year like yeah, you know, Washington State started strong. Yeah, they fizzled out, but Oregon State, like you said, looked incredibly strong. Did not expect USC to be their defense to be that bad. I mean, other than well, much more disappointing than LSU. Like I said LSU was the worst defense I saw all year. I think USC probably gives them a run for their money cuz buddy, that is a bad, bad defense. That's a bad team. Um Caleb Man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if if I am drafting, I don't know that I want him on my team. He gives off uh, what's his face uh, draft day. Bo, Bo, Bo I, Bennett I, I, was that I, his name?
1: I have thankfully never watched that and have no oh. desire to watch it.
0: Great movie, great movie. It, it's it's so <laughs> schlocky and everything, but it's uh, it, it's it's is a Steelers fan. It's uh, yeah, I like Kevin Costner, but sure. um. Yeah, he, he just gives off vibes of like a guy who uh quits for lack of a better word. And uh oh, yeah, USC just didn't fair. have a lot of fight. Yeah, well I'm uh, I'm saying it.
1: I I I think Bo he Callahan,
0: was, by the way. Bo Callahan.
1: Far from the issue. And I think if you're an NFL team, I mean there there were things that he, there were very clearly, clearly he has the arm talent. A lot, a lot of players do, right? Clearly he has the athleticism. A lot of people, you know, obviously liken him to Mahomes, which is fine. Like I think what a lot of draft pundits and stuff were talking about at the beginning of the year was they wanted him to um stop like really try and not be off platform all the time and not just default to it because that's tough to do in the NFL. Um it's good to do it when you have to, but you still have to be able to clean up your mechanics and your foot, your uh um your feet and everything like that. He also I, I mean I get that Colorado probably had the worst offensive line. His offensive line did did him no service. Obviously the defense that's true. the defense was horrific. So it's really hard. I think ultimately a team, I mean, I guess it depends on who's picking up there, yeah, but I, I, I think there's enough to have him work on and be okay. I just think he had to ad-lib way too much, and a lot of that wasn't his. He part.
0: might in the league too, though.
1: I mean, it's but, not like he's going to get. Well, it, I mean, he does
0: have a lot of caveats about who's going to draft him and stuff like that, but I mean, I I just question his, his testicular fortitude and his right here, miles and miles of heart. You know, he's no Shane Flack, no Shane
1: Flack or Falco, you know, I uh, that I don't get Ord, he, played, Flack. He, he played in games that he didn't have to uh, at the hmm. end of the year. Once his team was like he, he they had national championship aspirations and none of that was his fault Uh and he still played in too many games for a lot of draft evaluators losing four games. Like he didn't after they lost the two, like he, he didn't have to play anything after that. And he chose to still play pretty much eh. all the way up until the end. Yeah. I think he's gonna be fine. Wow. And Utah, my champion that I picked was was
0: another disappointment. But I mean we talked about this pre-show. Like well, I didn't elite know
1: defense I didn't know was gonna
0: was gonna sit out all year. Apparently they knew that he was gonna sit out all year. But boy, that was a shocker, but you know, now he comes back. He's 47 years old. Uh, he'll be, he'll be back slinging it in the Big 12 next year. Uh, big 12 teams could welcome to Rice Eccles. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Elite defense, just you know, Cam is clearly the heart and soul of that team. And also, you know, they had that offense runs through the tight end. They, you know, they had to replace their their
1: tight ends this year. So yeah, he didn't play at all, and he's coming yeah. back too. If you yeah. want an early preview of the Big Twelve next year, yeah, Utah is in my mind right now. If there was one conference that I feel pretty good about, um, already picking uh, at least a um, participant in their championship game. I think Utah is going to be there. I think they are yeah. returning too many things and those teams are going to have a hell of a time going to rice cycles. Oh yeah. Big time. Um, yeah. So I, I, outside of that, I thought UCLA, uh, again, had a really great defense. Couldn't quite figure it out on offense. Took a little too long. Um, you had mentioned Oregon state, Arizona had a. Arizona came on year. so strong. I, I just they're,
0: bought an Arizona hat. I, I should have worn it on Sunday. I love it. It's incredible. Um, yeah,
1: They also um, are going to the Big 12. Also had my eye until their quarterback and star receiver decided that they uh, are going to enter the portal and see what's out there for them. I hope they return um, because clearly Arizona's on the ascension. Brother, you got a good thing going. Go back. Go stay.
0: Stay. Yeah, that's true.
1: Ohio State's going to say, "Hey, we don't have anyone. We're going to pay you four million to come here, and also hope you can bring your best friend receiver." I don't think I would blame them, but it it just stinks because Arizona's also bringing um, Jed Fish. Their 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 um, head coach, NFL guy, uh, was a Rams. I think quarterback coach. That's kind of the issue with him is that he's likely to jump back up to the NFL um, eventually, but. A, a perfect coach that you want um, yeah. at that level, especially if you're a quarterback, but they had, I think a top 25 recruiting class for next year as well. Like yeah. things were really heading up. Hopefully those guys don't bail, but um, that was also a very surprising um, in a fun way team that came out of there as well. And I mean, so we had like six strong. Yeah. Six strong and soup to nuts, um,
0: the strongest conference this year by, by far. We,
1: we haven't even talked about, so the actual championship game was Washington and Oregon. We had double cascade clash and Mm -hmm. both games were fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally thought after seeing that first game, um, that Oregon was going to get Washington the second time. I think we both kind of agreed. We really thought Oregon, um, Oregon was just a more rounded team because while Washington can score a million points, their defense um is sketchy at times, although they do have playmakers at various levels, just not necessarily a full, complete defense. But hey, w- one team's still playing. <laughs> yeah, I played think, pretty uh, good
0: last night. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's time to I think it's time to stop uh stop doubting them, but we can uh we can kind of get to that in a little bit. But um yeah, so that was the the five, I think overall as a podcast together, we did a hell of a job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. We got, let's see, we got, uh, the winner in three comp. We both got the winner in three conferences and then, uh, I got the winner for SCC. You got the winner for the pack. So yeah, I mean, hell of a job.
1: I was going to say all together, we hit all champions and we got, um, both participants in one, uh let's see here two and two part like two completely correct so yeah yeah Thought we did so thought we did pretty damn well, and also forgot to mention here got, got my nice little hat. You did, uh, we you didn't did. really talk about it, but we did have um, we had a few bets last year, I lost both of them. This year, we had uh, and it just kind of organically happens. It was just one of the times where during our pick 'em challenge that we were on opposite sides of a pick, and it was like, all right, this has to be this has to be a hat. And uh, it was wazoo uh against Colorado, I believe um is that is that what the game was probably i I think it was wazoo against colorado probably um, yeah and uh towards the end of the season and because what yeah because colorado had backdoored us a couple times
0: yeah that's it yep yep yep
1: and i just i don't know i felt i felt pretty great about it and i I finally won it thank you for for the hat and you got it it was this uh it, it was so organic and i'm so happy it ended up being um wazoo because you know we as the listeners have have known the last couple years we've really kind of taken to specifically the the pack two now um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so it was uh it was a nice little nice little treat there um for us but all right on to the playoff so mike you had michigan alabama florida state and georgia i had lsu michigan texas and georgia so we both got two right um I then had uh, LSU and Texas advancing. You had Michigan and Alabama advancing. Um, So with your advancement of Michigan, you uh, won and then Texas not advancing. Uh, You have have won our preview challenge, our our little competition. Um, Again, I, I thought we did really well. Uh, we we nailed both of us nailed Michigan. We knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you believed in Alabama. I did not believe in them, um, and and believed in LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both thought the committee was not going to keep Georgia out. I'm glad they did. I'm surprised yeah. they still did. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I mean, now it was like I was talking to uh, to our our listener Dave today, and it was like I I don't know why I'm surprised at Washington because we talked about it the entire year, which conference is the best. And for them to have come out of that, why is it a surprise they're in the championship? Because, like we, well, we Because of the entire yeah, year.
0: Yeah. Well, best we, we, we thought, yes, we, we did think it was the best conference, but we thought in our preview that we, you know, that they were going to beat up on each other and that they were going to, someone was getting up with two losses and that that's how they're going to be left out. And lo and behold, not the case. I mean, I think it's, I think that we did not see coming that each of the power five conferences would have a very one, very worthy candidate for each, yeah. you know, the champion in each conference was extremely worthy. Um, definitely did not see the PAC 12 champion being undefeated. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I think that kind of leads into like the, the, the bowl game too, or the championship game too. Cause it's like, we've been we've been down on Washington and not just us like I think a lot of people just assumed that Oregon was going to win the rematch um and they sure didn't and you know Washington's just been doubted all year long I I switched I was gonna bet Texas last night but then I switched before the game I'm like you know what not I'm not doing this again fool me once shame (laughs) on shame on you fool me twice well you're not gonna fool me again and uh yeah so i i switched in and put the house on washington
1: yeah i, I think and I, the thing is too i i know they're undefeated but we were also by the end of the year ready to put in the one loss oregon team over yeah. you know some of these yeah. teams in the playoff too so even if washington had lost i mean they would have you know obviously lost at the worst potential time but um but yeah i i, I mean it was it was a, a great year and i'm really happy that there wasn't the entire year. There really wasn't that team. I mean, obviously Michigan was very good, and we knew they would definitely have a say in things. Mm-hmm. Um, but there just wasn't like the years past with Georgia, the last couple of years, Alabama before that. Um, even like that Joe Burrow LSU year, you just knew, right? You just mm-hmm. you just knew that they were kind of destined if they you know could beat those SEC schools that they you know they weren't going to have any problems, and they didn't. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought, I thought the playoff, and then I mean, now that it's over, we can talk about it. They were classics, both. Yeah, games come down to the final game play of the yeah. game, and um, it, it was just on both sides. I, I think Alabama was in Michigan. I don't want to say it was more anticlimactic, just it just because it got kind of from the snap, it just didn't look yeah, great. Yeah, you right. kind
0: of knew it was over. Yeah, and then
1: f- I, I don't think I've ever seen. A play like that, Washington DB on Mitchell, yeah. the way that he timed that jump, didn't go over the back and completely like tumbled the hell out of the ball. Like, I just don't think I've seen a better game clinching like uh, pass breakup. I guess yeah. right. Uh, there's yeah. been some awesome interceptions and 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 awesome catches. I don't think I've seen such a clean. Has to break up to win a game yeah. like that.
0: I mean, really you you said it. You said it absolutely right. It was it uh, again. Didn't stay up for it. Cut the replay this morning. But yeah, yeah it no was, chance. Yeah, hey, no, no, uh, no. college
1: football. Don't start that game at freaking nine o'clock.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, but no. It, it was it was both games were were fantastic, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm looking at you know, like, well, two thoughts in my head. One is Kirk Herbstreit said this, and and I agree. Um, Let's just play every championship at the Rose Bowl going forward. Like, I mean, what a classic stadium. Awesome view, pomp and circumstance. Like, I even watched the Skycast uh, a little bit where they just show, like, all the – it's a wide-out camera angle, so you can see it. It's just so gorgeous. Um, So that. And then also um, Washington plus four and a half like dare I doubt them again like I I know Michigan great defense Washington hasn't seen anything like that all year a lot of man ball but like Texas has plenty of horses and they handled that well and I think the blueprint on how you beat Michigan was put out there in the second half by Alabama you attack the edges you're good to go what does Washington do they spread you out they attack the edges so I don't know man it's that line was very surprising um so I don't know what direction I'm going to go in.
1: Yeah, I I mean to touch on your two points. One, it's just the Midwest, and I and I'm happy to hear you say that. But I think anyone that's a fan of the Big Ten or the Pac-12 just know the Rose Bowl, and it and a part of it is the the how it has been Pac-12 Big Ten, you know, before all of uh, you know the playoff and everything like that where that is just that was always the pinnacle right yeah. um uh, before uh this national championship even the bcs era like that was the pinnacle and it was it, it it's just unlike anything else right all these other bowl games are played at for the most part played at professional football stadiums and stuff yeah. like that where yeah the rose bowl is just always awesome they have the uh the rose parade they have uh they time it so that it always the sun sets like it, it is just Everything that's awesome about college football and obviously because the TV networks and and money rules everything now that it won't be that, but I thousand percent agree. And I think it's always great when other fan bases um, get to experience that, even if it is on the TV. Right. Because it is just awesome. I would have loved to go in Michigan State went, but I had a hearty had tickets to the winter classic. I it, It was tough. I really yeah. wanted to to be there, but I had already obviously. The Winter Classic was also a classic, right? It still yeah, is. Yeah. I went to the one that still has the most fans at it. It was snowing. It was everything you could have wanted for Winter Classic as yeah. well. But yeah. it, you know, I would have loved to to get out there. But um, the second point, it, it, this is really tough for me because I'm with you. I don't want to doubt Washington again. I obviously hate Michigan. <laughs> So I don't want to, like, cloud my hatred for Michigan and those cheaters. Um, But at the same time, it's just like you have an offensive line who was voted the best offensive line in, in college football. Yep. You saw Penix. Um, move around in that pocket when it did break down. Um, and it's not like he's a, a Uber athlete. That's going to shred you on the ground like Milrow, but he just is able to sidestep. He's deadly accurate that clearly an NFL uh caliber quarterback. I argue a first round pick. I know people, you know, love athleticism. I think he got gypped a bit on that Heisman. Um yeah. I know Daniels had an awesome year as well. Yeah. yeah. As a the dual threat. And I think that kind of is flashy, right? But I mean they have Four thousand yard capable receivers. Uh, I mean, all of them are. I mean, one of them is going to be a top fifteen pick, and Dunza. uh, McMillan will be a first round pick when he's done. Um, uh, and, and and um and Bernard are NFL quality receivers. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be that's going to be hard for Michigan to stop. I think. Yeah. For Michigan, it's just if they run the ball well and keep the ball out of their hands, you know, it just might be too tough, but I don't know that Washington defense has just enough guys, right? Like every, every time I see Jabbar Muhammad play, like I don't know why teams even bother like, um, throwing at him. I mean, completely locked down Franklin, uh, against uh, both times he played Oregon worthy, had a terrible game when he was guarded by him. Like he's awesome. They have the, the DN that's a first round pick. Um, and trice and stuff i don't know it's that's what i mean like as i'm like i i want to try and make sure i'm not just hating michigan because it would be the absolute worst if they won uh, yeah for me but at the same time it's just like one i've doubted watching. even though i picked Washington North the pac 12 i still don't think they do this well and yeah. they just they have it they win close games they're the underdog again so they've been able to play that mentality um i don't know I- man I think it's going to be a good, like, cause I think Texas had a great defense and they put up 37.
0: I think this is the first time. I mean, I'm going to have to go back and double check, you know, and make sure I'm I'm not misremembering things, but I think if this game is as close as, you know, the, the spread predicts, this will be the first time where we've had a complete and it's fitting because it's the last time a complete playoff where like, both of the semifinal games and the final are close. Like Washington is not happy to be here, right? Like TCU last year, I feel like Sonny Dykes and TCU were just like, hey, we're just happy to be here, man. You know, we're, we're right. in the natty. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. And then got smoked. Uh, I don't think that's happened this year. I, I think that no. you have, you know, Michigan who's trying to, you know, kind of finish the story. Like they finally got over the hump and, you know, they're, They see it as like this, they're they are ready to, you know, finally get the championship. And then you have Washington, who has been doubted at every single time ever since they that first cascade clash, it was like people were just waiting for them to trip up, us included, we're just waiting for them to trip up and that it never happened. Well, it hasn't happened yet. So I I hope it's a good game. I hope it's a close game. I hope it's, you know, a good, because in years past, it's like, you know, we've had a lot of good finals, but like, you know, something happened. Like, you know, I mean, sorry, sorry to bring this up, but Bama Michigan State in the playoff a couple of years ago, Bama Washington, the playoff a couple. Yeah. You usually get a blowout in, in one of the semifinal games or, you know, as we saw last year in the finals. So, yeah.
1: No, it, it, it'll be interesting. I still think four and a half is a bit high. I mean, it's probably got to be on the higher end of a spread, right, for a national championship. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess maybe last year was pretty high too. Um, but it, it's not, I don't know, You would just two undefeated teams. Um, one that the underdog is the one that's played in the, hardest conference right yeah um so it, it's interesting to me i i thought it would be under three but um i didn't think it was be under three i think it should be under three uh, i still think michigan's fine to be favored um I,
0: yeah yeah i disagree
1: with that but um yeah i i, I don't know It, it it's interesting because it's it's kind of a clash of um of of um Not personalities, but play style, right? So, you know, if if Michigan doesn't want to get into a shootout, they will lose a shootout. And then, you know, the question becomes, can is Washington going to get bullied? And every I feel like there's been times where, you know, is Oregon going to bully them? No. Is Texas going to bully them? No. No. So, you know, obviously Michigan could is that defense, especially is better than. Both of those two. I mean, I guess arguably Texas defense is, you know, maybe equivalent, but um, yeah, it, it should be a very interesting clash of styles and it's gonna be who who coaches out coaches. And that kind of gets us to the other thing is Trusting your coordinators, I think the biggest success for Michigan and and it happened again that Alabama game is their coordinators had a hell of a game plan. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, out coached Bama's uh, coordinators. I mean, the offensive line was confused at times, um, with stunts and coverages. They kind of confused Milrow. Um. And then on offense, they you know they figured out just enough. Right. There were just those big plays. You know, they were wide open. Right. They, yeah touchdown they had two guys wide like obviously it was just just enough right just enough yeah. plays at the right moments um but they also had horrific special teams they, if they yeah. do that against washington then they're in some trouble yeah so yeah no it's interesting and obviously you know Deboer won coach of the year they're, they're coaching the hell out of that offense so um i'm really excited and it's also only a week to prepare it's not like a month so yeah. it'll be interesting. There's that a, a lot of signs to
0: steal in one week. A lot of signs <laughs> to steal in one week.
1: Also, Connor Stallions was at that game too. Of yeah. Of
0: course he was. Of course he was.
1: But yeah, so that, that sets us up. So I guess uh, overall, what did you feel? And now that we've done this, I think it was a lot of fun. I am like already looking forward to, and like I said, I was already thinking like Utah, Arizona for next year, uh, digging in. Um, I'm going to hate this off season, but uh, what were the things you felt the greatest about? Like that you were just like nailed it as, now that we're sitting here in retrospect, what did you feel the greatest about? I mean, I what, what I felt
0: the greatest about, is isn't something I nailed. What I felt the greatest about was the pack. You know, the pack was just so exciting all throughout the throughout the year. So that was definitely what I felt greatest about. What I felt greatest about nailing, I think was just my uh well, two one Texas. Awesome to see them win the Big 12. That was that was fantastic. Uh real, real disappointing evening yesterday with with both teams losing I both Bama and Texas I was I was pretty despondent but uh and then also you know Bama I felt great about them like trusting them you know that like listen until until you take down the champ you know like (laughs) which you know Kirby you know Kirby definitely uh you know has put together a couple great years but when uh last year when Pollock on the pregame show for either the finals or the semis was like, Bama's dead. They're done. It's over with Saban like, sitting
1: next to him. Ooh. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> David,
0: thank you so much. Thank you. I thought you, I thought you were a Georgia alum. I thought you liked yeah. your program. What baby, what is you doing? I was just like, and, and you know, I am like, honest to God, like I'm, I'm not too upset about the loss because this is not the best by a lot. You know what I did? you know, I did during break. I I watched, uh, highlights from the 2015, 2016 national championship because I missed Jake Coker. Like that's, (laughs) that's where Jalen Milrow has me. I'm watching Jake Coker highlights because, you know, it's like, and and again, that, you know, Jake obviously was not the best quarterback we ever had, but like, you know, not, not the best team by far, but, um, proud of what they did. Good season. Um, hats off to Michigan for the win. Uh and then yeah, thrilled about about getting Texas right. That was that was super exciting. What how about you? What 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 do you feel happiest about that you nailed?
1: I have a guess, but I love that my beaver stayed in it. Yeah, and I, I love the season they had, and I truthfully, not that we have a ton of uh, you know, um listeners out in Corvallis, yet very torn <laughs> about what my 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 favorite team Michigan State has done to that program by taking uh, Jonathan Smith obviously I'm thrilled I I love that um, that we got a good obviously after this whole Tucker thing like I'm so glad that we have a quality coach Uh, he brought some very great assistance nailed the transfer portal not only pulling unfortunately players from Oregon State um, but keeping some very important guys from Michigan State who entered the portal Um, and then quickly on the fly grabbed us some uh, a pretty decent recruiting class and went from like 80th to 40th which is Pretty damn good given the circumstances. Again, sorry pulling some some of those prior commitments from Oregon State, but I just I'm so torn because I hate that like I hate what happened to them with the Pac-12. I hate yeah. like that every that their program just got gutted. Um, but I, I was I was proud of them. I was happy that they uh, uh, really fought to the end and actually had a chance. Because you know I'm picking that at the beginning of the year, and it's kind of like uh, should I have done that? But um, really happy about that obviously Washington uh I didn't give them enough credit but at least thought that um they would have their potential just because I'm very familiar with Penix and what he is capable of doing uh um, oh yeah wor- worth worth mentioning
0: Michael Penix has beaten Michigan before Worth yes. mentioning
1: yes yeah he definitely has at Indiana um he uh he definitely has recovered. I'm surprised he you know, having two ACL tears, uh, he just really thought yeah. he was done. Um, I'm really happy to see that he's not because obviously he's been great. Um, and then I'm with you. i'm 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 happy. I uh, stayed with Texas. And I'm really thrilled that not only they made it to the Big Twelve, that I had the gumption to put them in the playoff. Yeah, really was pulling for them against Washington uh, to to get to that big game. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy they were at least back. You know, I think we can say I I think they're back. I think I
0: think they're back too. I did too.
1: Um, what did you get horribly wrong? What did you feel the worst about?
0: I mean, the, the, the pack just, just uh, while I also feel great about it, just completely, <laughs> uh, completely botched, you know, the, the Utah and USC pick. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel, I feel pretty dumb about that. Um, yeah. I mean, that was, that was really the one that I had the biggest, you know, big, biggest misstep in. So uh, thrilled to get Clemson and Oklahoma wrong. The fact that they didn't make their championships. That's, that's, that's great. I don't feel dumb about that, but I, I feel like I really uh, misjudged the pack in the preseason, and that could be why I appreciated their football so much this year because it was yeah. truly far and away the best conference this season. How about you?
1: Uh, Brian Kelly. He killed a kid. <laughs> killed a and kid. And that family. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's LSU. I, I, I thought I had that preconceived notion that there had to be a dominant sec team. And because I didn't believe in Alabama and Georgia to be that this year, uh, and, and obviously no one else was in that realm either. I thought it would be LSU and they had the horses on offense and they just couldn't get it together on defense. And that was just completely off. Obviously I had them as the champion. So I was just way, way, way off. Um, not mad about it. It's not like I loved picking it. Like it's not like yeah. I love LSU or Brian Kelly specifically. Yeah. um, but yeah, probably that one. And I, and I will say there was a pretty juicy rumor. I don't know if I I don't know if I sent it to you. I, sent I was going
0: to ask you about this, yeah, to Joe Is that, yeah, you sent to me, yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. so it, it's obviously been very well um documented that Jim Harbaugh's been trying to get to the NFL the last few years uh allegedly has a big fat contract on his on his desk from Michigan for an extension that he hasn't signed yet um he's hired a, 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 an agent that is well connected to the NFL and especially after last night's win um he clearly has a path it seems like to the NFL and it seems like he's going to take it i think that's also Ooh. part of the motivation for the kids is they know right that yeah. that this is you know probably his his last year at Michigan um but there was a juicy rumor that the the coach that they are they're eyeing up which makes sense I I was always confused at why the family went down south um Brian Kelly uh is high on the list um of want list if if Harbaugh leaves um I, I personally just think they should hire you know their offensive coordinator but um and, and the rumor is that if he got offered it, he would bail uh, and and leave LSU and, and yeah. go up to Michigan. Uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of torn with because it's not like he's had terrible teams. I mean, the Notre Dame teams competed like, you know, they obviously yeah. the LSU teams weren't horrific. Yeah, I mean, this year was bad on defense. So it's not like it's like, oh, he's going to go to Michigan and be a failure. But um, he's also such a I, I think I think. I'm all for this because I think that
0: Ryan day and Brian Kelly would destroy each other. I I think it would be, (laughs) it would be mutual destruction pit
1: of misery. Um, I
0: I think that they would just, I mean, you think this mudslinging with the whole Connor stallion sign ceiling thing is bad. I think it would go to the next level if Brian (laughs) Kelly went to Michigan. And I would, I would demand that the game is just, we don't let the players play. You just grease up Brian Kelly and, and Ryan Day. And you throw them shirtless into a pit and just slap fight slappers only until yeah. one of them submits. Yeah. I think that 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 should be the game next year. We'll call <laughs> it the slap instead like that NBC <laughs> show. And uh, yeah, that's
1: what that's that's what the people really want to see. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's just going to be Interesting in general, to see what happens with Michigan as a program. Um, You know, the NCAA will eventually likely bring a hammer down after the fact, but we'll see.
0: I'm just thinking
1: <laughs> Ryan Day
0: and <laughs> Kelly just slap each other. It's just, just five-star raspberries right on his, on his big belly. That what do you just- mean? Uh, <laughs> they would both simultaneously first
1: slap simultaneously <laughs> knock each other out like no that's how no. that would be They'd go. it's gonna go more <laughs> rounds done.
0: no no i gotta see brian kelly on the ground ryan day just no other way other way is funnier. brian kelly just smacking the, the hell <laughs> ryan Oh okay uh,
1: last last L- 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 Holtz is the
0: referee yeah
1: you're too soft ryan day <laughs> Um uh, all right last parting last parting thing we have to yes do. so one of the things one of the negative things that has come out of um the playoff and will continue to be negative um moving forward with the playoff is the the lack of importance of the other bowls now i will say while college football has I personally am I, I appreciate a playoff. I don't like when there's it's up in the air um, on who the best team is and and which bowl games like because you can get real nitpicky right each bowl gets to decide which team to a certain you know point gets to 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 join. And and it can be a lot of just um, you know, perceived blue blood programs, um, getting into bowl games, uh, you know, instead of it always being results on the field. Um, but it kind of has killed a lot of these bowl games that aren't playoff games, right? So mm-hmm. like even this year, I'm trying to think of what wasn't in the rotation, like the Fiesta Bowl, I think was one of the games, and it was just kind of like, huh, eh, the Citrus Bowl, right? Because of the age of the opt-outs and and the transfer portal and all that. Um you have a million of these bowl games and they're meaningless and the players have deemed them meaningless. So because of that, it's so hard to watch these, these bowl games in our playoffs. However, this year we had a knight in shining armor. Yes, we uh, did. I love how someone actually found the head marketer for Kellogg, um, who is the parent company of, of, of this, um, and found her LinkedIn and was like, she deserves a raise. Um, the Pop-Tart Bowl. It was an awesome addition this year. Oh yeah. And the first edible um, mascot. And you just weren't, you heard that and it was like, okay, interesting, right? I'm going to watch this bowl game because of that. I'm not going to, yeah. I don't even know. Oh, I do remember who played in it. But it was I did not watch it to watch Kansas State and North, and North Carolina State. Did not. <laughs> I was like, I need to see what this mascot's all about. And it did not disappoint. No. At all?
0: No, it was. It was. I mean, I spent so much time, continued to spend so much time going through memes from the Pop Tart Bowl. Like it was. (laughs) So I mean, even before the bowl, two days before the bowl, when they unveiled the trophy, and you said that to me, I was like, "Oh, buddy, we are in for something special here."
1: If you guys, Mike, can you please describe the trophy?
0: I would love to describe the trophy. Let me actually pull it up here. Right. Uh, so that I'm, I'm giving everyone an accurate, I mean, I, I, the top of it is, is unforgettable, but I want to give everyone a, uh, an accurate description here. Paint a picture.
1: And that was the thing. It was like they, wh- you hear the Pop Tart Bowl, and it's not uncommon, right? There's a Cheez It Bowl. Like, it, yeah, it's it's fine to have those fun corporate sponsors. But the biggest deal with the Pop Tart Bowl was they had the ingenious idea that you have the Duke Mayo Bowl with that weird tradition of dumping mayo all over the winning coach and spraying mayo in people's mouths going into the stadium. Um, but the biggest thing with the Pop Tart Bowl was going to be that the mascot was edible. Um i had no idea there was a trophy so like that was the and for most people it doesn't matter but guys if you're listening to this you know know. trophies matter to you 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 Uh, and they matter to us so when i saw that and i sent that to you oh boy so mike why don't you uh tell them what we're looking at here
0: so it is a is a big circular base and on top of that is a a smaller hexagonal base uh, which has uh, silver Pop-Tarts on the side. Uh, that and it was says, such a beautiful touch. Oh, great touch. And it says ACC versus Big 12 Camping World Stadium. Uh, and then there's another hexagon on top of that, which has more silver Pop-Tarts, uh, and it has the Pop-Tarts Bowl logo. And then on top of that is a football on like a, a, a T, a football on a T. Which sounds are, lame. Which does sound lame. This right now, you're thinking, like, what, like, who guys,
1: you hate those?
0: Yeah, you hate those. That's very cookie cutter. No, no, there is two slots in the football, and there are actual raspberry Pop Tarts in the slots as if the football were a toaster. Incredible.
1: Incredible. It's just, I was blown away. I was blown away at the Pop Tarts that are like engraved into it, oh. right? And then that's that, oh, that finishing for touch for the people.
0: Guys, raspberry
1: Pop Tarts in
0: the top. Oh. It might
1: be strawberry because the, the no, that's was raspberry, strawberry.
0: brother. Brother, that's raspberry because see, it's, it's believe me, I have raspberry and strawberry Pop Tarts upstairs. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. yeah, because see, there's red sprinkles on the uh on the rat on that pop the raspberry one has is white icing with red sprinkles strawberry is white icing with rainbow sprinkles okay uh, oh, boy i believe me i know what i'm talking about on this one the mascot was strawberry yes
1: yes and, and that was such just an incredible thing you didn't really know what to expect they leaned into it in a dark way, especially oh, yeah. at the end, when it was time for him to be consumed, he was Jake Gyllenhaal blowing kisses, waving, and then goes down into a toaster. First, he yeah. pops up out of a toaster, yeah. and then he goes down, and then the scene of him being devoured by the, yeah. by the players, and afterwards, like like you said, the memes that came out of uh, out of that when he was just nothing yeah. but strawberry, like it, it was oh. it was a sight. Yeah, for
0: the for the people that, that didn't see it, it, it as it, the, there's a giant toaster on the field. The Pop-Tart did come out of the toaster at the beginning and, and not. He also ran amok like he was sla- <laughs> he slapped the the ref on the tush. Yeah. He oh, was yeah. Running amok all around the side. He, he was and, a menace. He was. a yes, menace. he was. And at the end of the game, he was lowered into the toaster and then out the side of the toaster slid his body, not lifeless at that point but and then the players just came around and just partook of him this is my body which i have broken for you and there's <laughs> so many good memes out there like it has been incredible uh you it, know it
1: was a stroke of marketing genius it's almost it is up there with whopper whopper junior whopper yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was just it was it was awesome i mean it, I am looking forward to it again. It, it prompted Cheez It to make a mascot, which was not edible. I, I mean, it, there's going to be a lot of copycats moving forward. But if if the non-playoff bowl games are going to be that,
0: I'm in. You you know uh, at the at the Cheez It Bowl because you know Cheez It's also owned by by Kellogg, right? So at the Cheez It Bowl, there's a concession stand that has it had. Um, Pop tart Sunday and Pop Tart banana pudding. And then it, with like the mini Pop Tarts, like the yeah. strawberry ones for the Sunday, and then the brown sugar cinnamon for the banana pudding. And then it had like cheat or Cheez Its, um, like corn or chili dogs and another Cheese It type dish. And I'm like, oh guys, you're you're doing this so good. And do you want to share the 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 one uh conspiracy theory that you share with me? I sat up on your couch in sure. shock, like.
1: So, so naturally, people the people want more, and the people and do I think want this more. I think this went probably well above what Pop Tart could have imagined, um, yeah, and so or Kellogg's uh, could have imagined. So, um, a lot of the questions were, you know, what what's next? What's next year? And it was like, is is strawberry going to come back? Are you going to introduce a new flavor? I know a lot of people like brown uh, brown sugar, and so. Um, that you know what what's going to happen and some and someone tweeted, well, it was like one of them was like oh is is, is strawberry gonna you know be resurrected is he yeah you know, is he, he had one eye left? left is that right. enough
0: to regenerate
1: yes yes that was that was a very common like question and then one person i i wish i would have like screenshotted it and been able to credit you uh whoever you are not that you're ever going to listen to this or anyone else but uh one person tweeted directly to pop tart and said, "I I know who's gonna be there next year. Strawberries Twin because every Pop Tart packet has two Pop Tarts in it. I and sat even, up. The po- <laughs> even the even the <laughs> Pop Tart official Twitter had the mind blown emoji because I don't even think they thought of that. No,
0: I I was I was sitting on EJ's couch like lean back, and he said that I sat straight up. I'm like, <laughs> Mother of God." Oh my god, it's strawberry pop-tart. <laughs> <laughs> or Jesus Christ, it's strawberry pop tart with the J- Jason Bourne meme. Yes, yeah. it's Jason Bourne.
1: Um, yeah. So uh it was just such a fun addition to college football. And again, if if the playoff is going to add more competitive games but lessen the other bowl games, um more companies need to have marketing ideas like that. I mean that was awesome, dude. You pay enough to be
0: like the sponsor of a right. bowl game, like right. do something, yeah. you know, like that was the way to lean into it.
1: The bar has been
0: raised. Yeah.
1: Absolutely yeah. raised. And it was, it was awesome. And you only get away with that with college football. That's just the charm that you have yeah. a bunch of grown adults talking about a Pop Tart. Indeed. Indeed. Weeks later. Yeah. Um, okay. So why don't we just, uh, talk about what's next for us. So, uh, for the listeners here, we are going to, uh, take a hiatus here. Um, need to, you know, rejuvenate, uh, recover here. Um, we have some, we, we have some very great ideas. I think what, here's what to expect out of, you know, the next few months for us. Uh, I will say again, we're going to take a bit of a hiatus. We might sneak in, a few special episodes with uh, the lovely teachers uh we, we, they've been dying to come back on um i don't even know if it's gonna be sports related to be honest but if you enjoy the tomfoolery uh with the our lady teacher friends that's a, that's um, a
0: good, good word that's a good word to describe it
1: tomfoolery. uh we, we might have an episode or two uh that involves them uh we have a we have a few ideas uh percolating with that uh we've already hinted at this. Do do we just say it? We, we have this, I want to say like a half baked idea. It's, we have the idea. We just haven't really thought through how to execute it in a way. um That's appealing for the audience. We, yeah. Audibly. We got to workshop right. it. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're still workshopping it, but we have a brand new series um that, I mean, do do we do we talk about it? Do we do we tease it? What do I, we do here? Do we I think if
0: I it? think if you if you listen to us, especially this
1: past, we've kind year. of talked about it a little bit. Yeah,
0: this year. yeah. We've, we've kind of we hinted at it. We have introduced a new segment this past season. Yes. Well, will we change with trophies. Yes. Well, we're looking to expand upon that idea.
1: Yes. Yes. We'll that, that. that 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 that's that's a great little tease. So we're looking to do that. That'll be, um, I think a great, cause, cause it's not going to probably involve too many episodes because it's not something that you just want to make m- a mass amount of episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a few good ideas. Um, so we're thinking that'll be a nice little off season treat, especially in the dead zone of like baseball season and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Summertime before we're quite into football, I think we're going to have a nice little uh intro to that next series, and, and we're really excited about it. There's a lot of potential beyond just you guys listening to this, uh, to those episodes that we're really excited about. Um, so we're going to have that coming up, and then that's going to lead us right into our season four, yeah, uh, yeah, season four of Tales of the Trophies, and this next year. We are going to do the best of the rest, Power Five. So, we are going to pull all the trophies we haven't talked about, all the top trophies we haven't talked about, mainly percolating from uh, the ACC and the Pac 12, uh, formerly the Pac 12. um, But there's also just a few other uh, Power Five trophies that have that have involved some of the conferences, like a, a team from the conference um, that we just haven't quite talked about yet, um, but we're coming. That, that'll that be the, the season four. It's going to be the best of the rest. And and let me tell you, there are still some awesome trophies that we have not gotten to um, mm-hmm. and some really great rivalries that uh, I think we're really going to enjoy um, talking about. So, that, that's going to be us for the next hey, eight months. That's, that's kind of yeah. what we got for you guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening this year. It was a ton of fun. Uh, thank you for all the people that uh, participated in our Pick'Em Challenge. Um, again, congratulations to Ryan. Ryan, we are working on um, a, a gift for you. I know we said we were going to give you some swag, going to give you a bottle of whiskey. That is still coming, but we, we have a cool idea. We didn't just want to... Yeah give you something lame like we have we have a pretty good idea um and we're working on it but thank you for everyone that uh, participated if you listened and didn't participate please next year it was a blast it was a great competition we did collectively way better especially myself, myself than uh we did the year before um and uh it was just a lot of fun so yeah again thank you everyone for listening thank um, you guys thank you for participating uh we love doing this and um from the few people that have given us feedback it sounds like uh, you guys are enjoying this so um please again um rate review subscribe you know we're doing this for fun we're clearly not trying to make money but little things like that help us grow our audience um and the more the bigger our audience is uh potentially the more time we can dedicate to this and uh, and the better we can get at this so thank you you're not
0: getting paid you're not. I'm cashing uh, these sweet well, whisker and whiskey checks every week. <laughs> I know what you're talking about.
1: Great to hear. <laughs> uh, we're have, to have a conversation after this. Um, but that's that's yeah. gonna do it for us. So um, everyone, always remember: too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys. <laughs>